Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode 28 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of June 18th, 2018. I'm your host, Scott Barrett, here with my wonderful co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how's it going? It's going great. It is, I guess it's been about a year since we started this podcast. Is that right? Yeah, it's been almost exactly a year. It's crazy. Oh, man. Happy one year. Absolutely. It's been fun. (laughs) It has. I can't believe it's been a year. And we've got the same 13 listeners. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've gained a few. And I so enjoy interacting with people on Twitter and on Facebook about our episodes. Uh, that's super fun for me. And it's just fun for me to get to chat with, with my buddy Scott. Absolutely. My Disney pal. So I'm I'm very much enjoying it. Hey. You, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, you know, old friends, new friends listen. It's great. Um, you know, you're a good friend, and it's fun to chat with you about this stuff. So, you know. This is good for our mental health. This is therapy <laughs> for us. <laughs> it really is. You know, after a long week of work and we get to do this, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Truly. This week has been kind of rough for me. And then when I when I get to chat with you, I'm like, ha, ah, I'm back to center. I'm back to Disney magic. Well, let's talk about some, some, some stuff that, you know, we love talking about on this show. So tonight, we're going to talk about what we miss most when we're not at a Disney park. I think we've touched on probably a few things here and there in past episodes, but, you know, I think this episode, you and I are just going to kind of have a nice little conversation about uh, some of the things we miss, and then we're going to, you know, hang up our microphones and go cry and, you know, put our, <laughs> put our sadness into some ice cream because we're not at a Disney park. Yeah, because... Um you know, this applies to my life, you know, 98% of the time. I'm not at a Disney park, so <laughs> I am missing all of these things. Um, so, Scott, tell me some of the things that you really miss when you're home and you're like, why am I not at a Disney park at this moment? Well, you say when I'm home, usually it's when I'm at work and I'm going, what the hell am I doing here? Why am I not at Disneyland right now? <laughs> <laughs> Um, You know, I miss being outside and, you know, just being in a theme park. There's a certain energy uh, when you're in one of these parks that you don't get at home, you don't get at work, you don't get at a baseball game, you don't get, you know, hiking through the mountains, whatever you do, right? It's There's a a certain energy you get by the sounds and the smells and the people around you and and all the sort of phonetic activity that's going on. So, uh, I mean, to me, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Definitely. The vibe. The vibe. I mean, Good word. Yeah. 
I mean, it's like an instant stress reliever when you walk on property, Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Like I, it's like I, I sigh and I breathe. <laughs> like stress is gone. You're a child again. You don't have to think about any of the real world. Here we are. <laughs> the real world, man, it can bring you down sometimes. The real world is boring and lame, so that's why we live in La La Land. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what about you? I mean, what do you what do you miss? One of the kind of weird specific things that I miss are the narrations everywhere you go when you're in Disney parks. <laughs> Whether you be on the monorail or on the people mover or just walking in Main Street and you and you hear announcements. I just, I love that the whole, your whole life is like narrated when when you're walking around Disney parks because I always imagine what it would be like if you did have someone narrating your life and I would want their voices to be as pleasant as those who narrate Disney attractions. So I I just love when someone's telling you, this is what we're doing. This is what's going to happen. You're going to have a great day. And you're like, yes, I am. This is awesome. You know? Um, so yeah, I love, I really miss the, the narrations everywhere I go. You know, that's a good one. I was, as soon as you said that my mind instantly went back to, to sort of when I was a kid, that was like the big thing I used to miss not being in a Disney park. Like I can remember my brothers and I, we would dig, we would, we would like verbatim dictate a lot of the narrations at home while we were, you know, either getting psyched up for an upcoming vacation or just bored, you know, things like, you know, stay seated, please. Or, you know, the big thunder mountain spiel or the Matterhorn spiel in Spanish that tells you to stay seated, which is, you know, very popular or even just, uh, you know, the Disneyland railroad, the whole narration around that and, you know, primeval world. And it's just, Oh, I love it. It's a good call. Oh, and the people mover, the people mover one was, was big for us. Oh, definitely. And I loved um, the 90s people mover chimes. Those were my fave. <laughs> I, and I, I love the, the monorail chimes that still exist. Um, I, I got to love I gotta love the, all the narrations. It makes me think of the movie Stranger Than Fiction. Is that what it's called? Um, I believe so. I haven't with seen Will it. Ferrell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so good. You have to watch it. Um, where Emma Thompson is narrating Will Ferrell's life. And he realizes that he's in a book halfway oh through the film because he starts hearing the narrator. Oh, my. And I know. That's what it makes me think of how I wish that I had a Disney narrator narrating my life. <laughs> that's awesome. I want that. Right? <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> and it's um, got to be the Disney guy. You know, there's like the one or two voices that are on all of the attractions and all of the, the, the loudspeakers. It's got to be one of those. They're married. Are they really? Yes. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do a research episode called, like, The Voices of Disney. Oh, we definitely can do that. Um, I, I live for that kind of stuff. It's um, Bill and Camille. They are they're the ones that are the voices of Disneyland in particular. Oh, he's, he's the one that will say, like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You know, he starts with that. And mm-hmm. Camille is the voice of DCA. She's the one that's um, narrating World of Color and stuff. Isn't that so cool? That's awesome. Oh, man. What a job. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and double up on this one. I miss the background music. You know, in addition to the narrations, it's like they, you know, they're partners. 
the the background music everywhere you go. There is no silence at a Disney park. There's no moment where you don't hear anything, um, even if it's you know faux birds that they're playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, no, or, or something like that. There's there is a there is a noise. There is a sound. There is an ambiance, and um, I definitely miss that. Like a. Uh, uh, we we laugh about Dollywood here, <laughs> our local park. Well, they have rocks that play music out of them, and we laugh and say, "We wish we had those rocks in our yard that would play our theme music as we walked around." Um, so yeah, we wish I had. I wish we had the uh, the music and the narration. I miss those when I'm away. Yeah, I'm that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, as a software engineer, I've got headphones on most of the day, and I think background music is something that plays in them you know a good six hours a day and uh so i mean yeah i miss them as much as you and i try my best to miss more than i do listen to yeah yeah. (laughs) i love it and i love it when you know (laughs) i love driving my kids crazy we'll be in the parks and some back piece of background music will come on and i'll start humming it or if there's something that has words i'll start saying it and they look at me like i'm nuts like how the heck do you know that (laughs) Like I listen to it every day. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, yeah, you're you're the background music aficionado. The, I love the, it. The music that's that's a big one. It's a big one. The sights and sounds, right? So it's 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 the sounds part of the sights and sounds of when you're in a park uh, that make a big deal. It's part of that. That's like half the vibe. Um, you know, and. I guess the the, ne- the the next biggest thing I, I always think about, obviously, and I'm sure you do as well, is the food, right? I miss I miss exactly. a lot of the food. Some of the food is very bad, and I don't miss it. But man, sometimes at lunch I get a craving for a corn dog, or you know, Amen. A crave, <laughs> craving for a churro. There's just nothing better. Um, Why and, are Disneyland churros so good? I still can't figure it out, but they uh, they truly are the best. <laughs> I don't know. They must. I think they they dust them with magic. <laughs> I don't know. They're they so have, good. Like, the perfect amount of crunch. They're never like old and stale. They're always fresh. Yeah. I mean, mm, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's the food for me. Even even like you know meals. Like I, there's a lot of meals I enjoy. There's the you know the corn dogs. Uh, I hate to say it. I kind of like the burgers at, at Tomorrowland Terrace. Uh, it, the, the restaurants, you know, clo- uh, Blue Bayou obviously is is a big one. Um, French Quarter is another big one. Uh, just yeah, meals, meals, and meals. Treats. Ooh. I miss the treats, you know, specifically. You got a favorite? There are some meals that I definitely miss, but I miss the treats more than anything. <laughs> you have a favorite treat? Um, I have a lot of favorite treats. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um, uh, I love popcorn. I mean, I miss the Disneyland and Walt Disney World popcorn. They know how to make popcorn. Um, the corn dogs. The beignets, carrot Ooh. cake cookies at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and school bread at Epcot. The things that I can't really get at home, um, those are the things that I miss the most. Or I, I might be able to get it at home, but Disney does it better. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go to Disney and just um, get a treat that I can get anywhere around here, and it's not that different. I want something that Disney does really well, <laughs> and those are the things that I miss. Yeah, you mentioned beignets. That's a big one. I miss those too. And what I miss with those is not just the beignets. Like, I love going to Disneyland and you get the beignets over in New Orleans Square. 
But it's it's the experience with the beignets. I love to eat those things on the train. So messy. Oh man, it's so messy. But I love to eat them on the train, and it's like a nice snack in the morning. And take a train ride. Now you've got the train. You've got the narrator. I you know maybe once in a while the narrator should like butt in and say, mm, "How's that beignet?" You know exactly. something. <laughs> I just love how everybody's on the same page when they're consuming beignets no one is clean everyone's got that big greasy white bag of beignets and they have powdered sugar all over their faces and we all just smile at each other like yeah enjoy the beignet <laughs> like yeah. don't even try to be clean about it you know have fun enjoy your beignets <laughs> enjoy your beignets oh that that could be a shirt right enjoy your With beignets the- oh yeah mm-hmm Beignets and Tigger Tails. We like we like Tigger Tails in my family. Tigger Tails and like giant giant cookies. Okay, so Tigger Tails as in the sweet treat, not Tiger Tails, the bread, grilled bread, right? Uh correct. Yeah, this is the okay. marshmallow, uh chocolate covered oh, okay. marshmallow. Oh, I love the s'mores wand mm-hmm. from um from that same candy confectionery. Down in Critter, Critter Country? Country. Oh yeah, yes. the uh Pooh's Corner. Oh, those s'mores ones. I had two, like two days in a row. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to have to get another one of those. <laughs> That's like the best place ever. And the Matterhorn macaroons. Oh, so good. Um, I miss a lot of Disneyland food quite a bit. I, yeah. I mean, I their food is just, the quality is just higher there. So definitely miss a lot of that. Um, something else that I miss when I'm not at Walt Disney World, and I'm just out in the world is the cleanliness of everything how hard the cast members work at keeping the parks spotless I mean there's certainly some areas where there could be improvement but when you compare it to some other amusement parks or just malls or anywhere that you're going um, there's there's really there's no trash there's no filth it's just they're very clean parks and um, I miss that <laughs> when I'm not at, at a Disney park. Yeah, you're right. You're, it is clean, with one exception: Disneyland, Adventureland, bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Freaking hate those. Oh man, those bathrooms are nasty. Well, that <laughs> reminds the, me of like a like a NCAA stadium bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just nasty. And the problem is, because of its location, it's the bathroom you probably use the most, and that's why it's probably nasty. Yeah, truly. But. Uh, um, yeah, but for the most part, mo- when you're when you see cast members walking around, I mean, their directive is to pick up any trash that they see anywhere. Like if someone sees a piece of trash, you get it and you throw it away. Um, and I love that about Disney parks. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm gonna go back to the ambiance a little bit here, and uh, I miss I miss the parks at night. I love oh. the feeling and back to that word vibe that you get at night um, with when things are lit up, when tiki torches are raring their fires, when, you know, the the air, especially in Disneyland, the air sometimes can get a little bit chilly and crisp, which for me, I love, you know, we put on a sweatshirt and it just feels fresh and nice. And uh, there's just, it's a, it's a different experience and I, I really love that. And I, I miss that when I'm not there. Oh, yes, especially at Disneyland and in Anaheim in general, the humidity is quite a bit lower than Walt Mm. Disney World. Okay, 
So we've talked a little bit about ambience. We've talked a little bit about food. Is there more food? Is there more ambience? You got something different? Um, one food item. It's not really food because it's odorless, colorless, tasteless is <laughs> the good ice. The uh, good ice? What is that? The good ice at Walt Disney World. Oh, you like the uh, ice there? Not not all places have this. Okay. Um, and it is definitely at locations that use filtered water because it does not taste like Florida water when they <laughs> use the good ice. Um, there, a lot of them are in um, Magic Kingdom. Be Our Guest has it. Liberty Tree Tavern has it. Last time I had Backlot Express, it had it. It is... They're called tubular nugget ice. And it's not as small as like Sonic or Chick-fil-A little tiny nugget ice. But it's, they're actually like, they're like cylinders, but they're porous. So they're really like crunchy, chewy. They're soft. And it keeps your drink colder because they're bigger. And I can crunch on those suckers for days. Also, it's filtered water, so it doesn't taste like Florida water. So yes, I miss the good ice. I'm trying to remember if I've had those. I'm sure I have. I just don't remember. The public's close to me here also uses tubular nugget ice. And I've even, I've looked to try to find a way to install a tubular nugget ice maker in my house <laughs> because I love it so much. Um, and no, it's just for commercial use. So that's one of the things I miss about Disney parks is hashtag the good ice. Interesting. The good ice. I had no idea that was a thing. It. It isn't really. I just. It is for me. It is now. It is now. We are gonna. We are gonna make. This is the movement. The good ice movement. We're gonna. Oh, make that it. should be a shirt. We're gonna make it a thing. Oh yeah. Okay, merch. Merch coming out. The good ice. <laughs> Speaking of merch, that's the next one on my list. I miss browsing through the stores. I. I'm a bit of a merch. Freak. I love Disney merchandise, whether it's hats, shirts, mugs, uh, you name it, toys, books. I like them. I like them all, uh, especially stuff that's really well designed. Things that are retro, I really like. Um, things that reference, you know, old Epcot is obviously very attractive stuff. And so I, I miss just kind of browsing around. Uh, through the stores, and I daydream about it sometimes. Uh, and sometimes, then, then that daydream becomes eBay browsing and, and all that kind of stuff, which becomes very dangerous. Yeah. I mean, you dedicated a whole website and a whole, you know, portion of your life to merch. I did, uh, and I did, and uh, yeah. So yeah, shopping and browsing through the merchandise at the Disney parks. And what I love is all the Disney parks. Uh, they have, if you find, you know, you can find them. They all have sort of their own unique set of inventory uh, based on where you are too which is kind of nice that's what's fun for me uh they do have a lot of what am i trying to say like homogenous type of merchandise in a lot of the locations but you still will find some things that are unique to the different parks i especially love resort merchandise mm. uh, when you can find a cool wilderness lodge t-shirt or um, a Disneyland hotel hat or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I I enjoy resort merch, which is harder to find. And of course, love that vinyl smell. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, <laughs> when yeah. You walk that in. Plasticky vinyl smell. All yep. those, yeah, the plasticky and the, the all the plush that are around there, all the things that make you sneeze and your eyes water. Love it. Another 
this is sort of a food item. I miss the refillable resort mugs when I'm not at Walt Disney World. I live for a refillable mug and unlimited. Like, I just get to go hit the fountain. I love a soda, so <laughs> I get to go hit that fountain in the morning or I can get a big coffee. As soon as you get back to your resort, you just fill it up again and chug it and then you fill it up again. <laughs> I love that. Um, I wish I had a... <laughs> I know. I wish I had a soda fountain in my home. Another thing that I've looked into, but <laughs> uh, but no, that would be a bad thing. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> definitely something I miss. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't really have those at Disneyland, but when we were at uh, at Beach Club last summer, um, that was like a huge thing for us. We each had my wife and I each had a cup. I used it mostly for coffee. She is a huge soda drinker. And uh, it definitely paid for itself. And it was, I, I agree, it'd be great to have a cup that you could take somewhere and you just fill it up and you're done. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You right? don't have to think about it. And yeah, I definitely see that. Like a life refillable mug. Like you just pull up to Starbucks and they just fill it up. And you drive and you off. you drive to a gas station <laughs> later on and then they, you fill it up there. Like it's my life refillable mug, guys. Like, don't worry. <laughs> That's awesome. It'd be amazing. So, I kind of I'm kind of out of food. So we've talked about treats, kind of talked about you know meals and all that. But you brought up resorts, and it got me thinking. And it, resorts are cool. You know, you, you said resort merchandise, but for me, especially Disney World, because we don't get out there much. I've been out there a couple times with the family, and a couple times by myself for various reasons, and. One of the things I liked a lot that I tend to think about every once in a while is resort hopping and just walking through the resorts. Similar to like walking through the stores and browsing the merch, it's fun to walk through the resorts and browse the resorts, see what's there, um, see what the you know the entryways look like, the buildings look like. There's all so unique, um, especially the big ones, right? You know, the Grand Floridians and the right. Polynesians and. You know that that strip of yacht, yachts club and beach club and, and all that. Um, just really unique. To listen to the music, listen to the sound, catch up on the smells. Uh, just see the different architectural designs, the pictures on the walls. I mean, sometimes I think about that. Just like, man, you know, what does it just look like? The interior, right? Um, so I, I think about that a lot. Uh, yeah, that's a really good example and. And Walt Disney World, it's it's kind of like a less opulent, less skanky, and less smoky Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put it. We uh, love to browse the resorts at Vegas, right? It's that's the to me that's the number one attraction to Vegas is just walking around and looking at the resorts, um, and just taking that all in. But it's a more family-friendly version when you're at Walt Disney World. The resorts are obviously farther apart, but you have transportation to them very easily. And you can experience all that each resort has to offer for free. And you talk about the sounds and the architecture. And we talked about this a couple of episodes ago, but I definitely miss the smells. Uh, I you know, I, I said I have my beach club room spray and I still use it and I love it <laughs> because that's how much I miss the smells that they pipe into these resorts. It's a very strong scent memory that you that you get 
when you walk into these resorts. I love it. I'm getting a sense that we miss a lot of the sense, like aware things, right? Smells and things, sounds and, and taste and, and all that kind of stuff, which is really neat. Oh yeah. Um, I miss I miss being there with my family. And that's a good one. You know, I, I think about that a lot when I'm sitting at work, <laughs> typing away on a keyboard like a machine, <laughs> going, I kind of miss it. Because, you know, we're all so busy. And, you know, whether it's school or work or just life in general on a daily basis, when we're at the parks, everything seems to slow down. And it's nice because we, we have conversations. We share meals together. We share experiences together. We share, you know, rides together. We've shared being sick together Um you know, I miss that a lot, actually, and it seems like the Disney parks is what brings a lot of that together for us. And everyone is in a better mood. It's like everyone chills out when they get into Disney parks. Sometimes you see some some dramatic things with families, <laughs> but uh, but as far as as our family goes, it seems like everyone sort of chills. Like we're here to have fun. We are going to enjoy ourselves. We're not going to think about the real world. Uh, and it's like everyone gets to be themselves and there's no judgment and we're just hanging out and having fun. There's no judgment. That's right. And for us, there's no phones. <laughs> we leave our phones in our backpacks and it's nice because like I said, again, we can all, we can all engage in one another's company and, uh, you know, it's something that's hard to do sometimes on a daily basis. No, that's good. That's a really good one. Uh, the family time. The family I definitely, time. I definitely enjoy the family time. Sometimes it's one of the only, quote, excuses for especially like a multi-generational family to get together. They decide to go on a Disney trip and you make those memories and it's you should be spending time like that with with your family outside of Disney parks. But Disney parks does bring people together like that. And it uh, gives you the opportunity to spend time with a lot of people that maybe you don't spend a lot of time with otherwise. Yeah. No, well said. It's true. It's absolutely true. All right. Now they should I'm... make a commercial or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Hallmark commercial, man. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Disney, we've got ideas. I don't know if you've ever thought of this, but. <laughs> you know, I, I see a family. I see them riding rides and having fun. I see jewel tone polo shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, sounds. Are there other sounds that you miss? Yeah, there are lots. I miss sounds of certain attractions. Um like I miss the sound inside Space Mountain, like when you're in the queue, hearing the the cars load and unload. Um, yes, I miss and there's that. like a that whirring sound. sound. It's like <clears throat> this constant whirring noise that I love. Yeah, absolutely. I miss uh, Big Thunder Mountain. Like you can, especially when you're eating at Rancho Zocalo, you can hear it go by, and you hear the toot toots and, and all that, which is again, it's atmosphere and ambience. Um, these are things that when I hear them, uh, you know, it's awesome. And I do miss them. I think about them uh, often. Um, and there's no other There's no other specific sounds. How about you? Uh, some obvious ones are like the train. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, it's like that. that's the gateway to Disneyland or Walt Disney World when you hear 
when you hear the sound of the train whistle. That's just, it's exciting to me because, you know, I'm there. I'm in the most magical place right now. Uh, and I think I mentioned the monorail door chimes. Love that sound. <laughs> um, that means we are on our way to somewhere fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, we talked about narrations earlier. I even like the tram narrations when you're, when you're parking and um, chilling on the tram. I've never been on a tram at Disneyland. Do you like the trams there? Uh, I have not used a tram there in a very long time since I was okay. a kid. Because we typically stay, I mean, in Disneyland, it's it's unique because you can typically stay pretty close. Right. Um, on either side of the park, whether you're uh, at the, the neighbor hotels or you're at the resort hotels. So, you, I don't know. I typically don't, we don't take the trams. We typically walk everywhere. So, I don't know. Got it. Um, there are a lot of water features at Disney parks. So, hearing water moving is another thing that I miss. Water's just, you know, soothing anywhere, everywhere. Love the water features inside living with the land. I miss the water feature inside the poly, even though I'm sure that removed a lot of mold from that lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I very much enjoyed that water feature in there. Loved I loved the fountains inside and outside of the Dolphin Hotel the watercrafts, the ferry boats, all the, all that water movement sounds, the sounds of the horns of the ferry boats. That's all just, it's very exciting. And like you said, just part of the whole ambiance. There's just movement. It's a very kinetic place to be. If there's one attraction that you miss the most and you think about often, what would it be? Oh, that's really hard because it depends on which coast. Um, if we're talking Disneyland, I think about pirates there uh, way more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> it's Johnny Depp, isn't it? There you go. You got it. Um, <laughs> no, I think about the layout of that attraction. I think about Blue Bayou and the entryway there. Uh the extra rooms, they 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 seem extra because I'm used to the East Coast version of it. When actually, East Coast version is just abbreviated. <laughs> um, it's a poorer version. I know. It's like the Poe Man's version of that exactly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think about that a lot. And then East Coast, I think about Spaceship Earth all the time. That's one of the things that I miss a lot. And I I talked about the smell. When you walk through the tunnel to board the attraction, that just smacks you in the face. And I'm like, oh, I'm at Epcot. I'm living for it. <laughs> so I, I think about I think about Spaceship Earth often. You ever catch that smell like away from the Disney park, like out and about in real life? I do occasionally. And another one that I catch often is the smell of Club Cool. So, you know, Club Cool is where you get all the, the free Coca-Cola sodas. And it's just like a sticky, sugary mess in there. Mm -hmm. And um, occasionally I'll go into like an ice cream shop or something somewhere and I'll catch a whiff of Club Cool in there. I'm like, ah, I want some pineapple Fanta and I want to make someone try the Beverly. The be I, You know, we, I did that to my kids last trip and they never had it. And it was awesome to watch. They free They did not like it. <laughs> It is the best. Yeah. People are always posting videos of it on Facebook of, you know, forcing someone to try the Beverly and it never gets old. 
<laughs> like I will watch every single one of those videos. <laughs> um, what what attractions do you pine for? You know, in Disneyland for me, uh, when I think about attractions, I miss when I'm not there. Uh, the big one is Haunted Mansion that sticks out to me. I love that ride. I think it's my favorite ride there, or one of my favorite rides there. That yeah. That I one. That's a good yeah, it hits all the senses, right? I mean, it's the sound is you know it's epic. It's it's you know been around forever. The smell is amazing, and it's different smells throughout the attraction. Everything from stale to, depending on when you go, gingerbread. <laughs> um, yeah. it's a quintessential Disney attraction. I it mean, really it's is. Got everything. So yeah, so that, that that's the one I I think about when I think about attractions that I might miss the most is is that one. Um, on the wet on the east coast um that's a that's a bit tougher because i'm not really emotionally tied to any flight of, of passage Come on. Eh, maybe yeah i mean that's the first attraction i've cried on yeah. <laughs> i miss it too i um, i mean i want to ride it several times i it's so it's so awesome it's like one of the best attractions ever it is. I think, though, for me, I wouldn't take an attraction. I would say Epcot in general for me is exactly. something I miss. You know, I know people bag on it and blah, 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 but I love Epcot. I could spend almost a whole day there just walking around and browsing through shops and drinking all the different uh, drinks and foods and, and all that stuff. And there's, you know, there's some good attractions there. And I don't know. Overall, I miss that. Uh, like when I think of Disney World and I, I want to go back, that's like the first thing I want to do is go to Epcot. Same. That, the vibe, again, at Epcot is what I love so much about it. It's a large park. Things are spread out. It's it's just more chill than some of the other parks. And it's very unique. It's different than in anything else. So... I very much enjoy Epcot. It's my favorite East Coast park. I really miss that monorail loop when you enter Epcot. <laughs> if you are coming to Epcot via monorail, it, the monorail takes you inside Future World. You loop around Spaceship Earth. You can see all of the pavilions in Future World. You get a cool view of World Showcase. And that is just the coolest thing ever to me. Um, I feel like everyone should get to enter Epcot by monorail at least once on their trip <laughs> because that's just the neatest. And I'm, I miss that a lot. It is. I wish we had more of that at Disneyland. We have like the one monorail loop and it kind of takes you around and it's kind of cool, but it's not, it's not, it's, I don't know. There's, it's almost like a, like a big reveal on the one at Epcot. You kind of come in and you're like, there it is. And then you kind of drive around a little bit and you know, it's kind of cool. Were you ever, um, at Disney World, um, you know, while we're recording this, apparently there was there was a greeter who recently passed away at the Grand Floridian. And Richard. Richard, thank you. And I, I don't know much about him or, or you know, or what he did, but you know, it sounds like he was you know a wonderful man, very much like an Oscar at Disney Disneyland. Um, did you meet any of these people? I'm just yes. curious. Yeah, I've met Oscar. I've met Richard. Um, they're awesome people. Uh, that's a that's a good point. I definitely miss the outstanding cast members. Yeah. Especially the, you know, the lifers. Those people are so much fun to talk to. Uh, I really enjoyed meeting uh, Bonnie, the silhouette artist. I was just going to say, that's the one that I think of the most. And Really? When, you think of yeah. Bonnie? She's I awesome. Do. Yeah. We, she's been doing silhouettes for, for me. I mean, she 
most likely did me as a kid and but she's done you know my girls every year we go we get one done and she's done them since they were babies she's awesome i um and they're just there are outstanding cast members on both coasts and some sometimes they're a little bit harder to find the lifers at Walt Disney World but when you find them oh they're gems like Mr. Richard at the Grand Floridian was he was just like sunshine <laughs> he was so sweet and um would sit and talk to you and was genuinely interested in your life and Oscar was like that at Carnation Cafe he wanted to hear all about where we were from and wanted to talk about East Tennessee with us and uh, yeah, I definitely think about about cast members a lot, and I miss them. Absolutely, I think they add to that experience, right? And when you become emotionally attached to that experience, and we think about it all the time. Um, okay, I have a couple that are really basic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I miss the chime sound when you scan your ticket. At Disneyland. Okay, I'm glad you brought that one up. I don't because that used to be my text sound on my phone because <laughs> Apple used that as like their default text sound when the new iPhone, I think, 5s came out. That's and, awful. Oh, my God. So it's all I heard. And I remember going to the Disneyland Park going, oh, my God, everyone's phone's beeping. Oh, no, that's the game. Oh, man. Yes. So <laughs> Quit texting me. I have an absolute opposite feeling on that one. That's hilarious. No, I love it because that doesn't exist at Walt Disney World. I mean, you have some like magic band sounds, um, which are, they're kind of nice, but the chimes are so cool to me at Disneyland. Love them. Um, And then the other, I guess this is probably the last one that I have is I miss being able to use magic bands. (laughs) I miss being able to use them as a form of payment in particular because as soon as I get off of Walt Disney World property, I get like annoyed that I have to get out my wallet. (laughs) Like I want to use my magic band to get gas. I want to go to the grocery and only have to wear my magic band. (laughs) Like I feel like this is just ridiculous that I can't use my magic band everywhere. Well, now you could get like an Apple Watch and Apple Pay, right? I do. And, I do have that. Not everywhere accepts it. Yeah. Um, so I do use my phone with uh, Apple Pay occasionally, but uh, yeah, not not every location has a reader for that. So, gotcha. um, yeah, well, I'm just a spoiled Magic Band brat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and the app is pretty good. I mean, it has glitches every once in a while, but I miss using the app to its full potential. You know, I'm planning for clients all the time. And so I am using the app for their future trips. But when it's me and I'm there and I'm getting to, you know, mess around with my fast passes, trying to maximize them when I'm finding, you know, last minute dining reservations, when I'm using the different tools in the app just to kind of experiment with them, it's that's super fun for me. And and you can only do that while you're on property. So I, I definitely miss being able to to play with the app. That's a good point. You know, I, we follow probably a lot of people on Twitter. And I heard recently the app was down for like an hour or something. But you never hear them having big issues with it. You know, big enough to, to cause a, a sort of... Twitter stir, if you will. Oh yeah, when there's an outage, it is. Ooh, people are terrified. Do you ever? Do you ever just like boot up the app, or you know, try to figure out like you know, you just kind of 
board or something and thinking about the parks, see what wait times are for different attractions at certain times of the day. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, and I have clients texting me all the time saying, should I use a fast pass for this? I'm like, no, look at this wait time. You know, it's 20 minutes all day long. Use your fast pass here where it's 150 minutes all day long. <laughs> you know? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely play. I, I like to look at wait times in the middle of the day, too. Also, it to, like, make me feel better about not being there. Like, <laughs> in the middle of the summer, I'll, you know, it'll be in July and I look down and I see flight of passage has, you know, 240 minute wait. And I'm like, ha, I'm not in that line. I'll show you Disney. <laughs> but it's such a pretty cute. I know. I know. <laughs> but it makes me feel a little bit better about not being there. Cause I like to pretend like the whole, all the parks are closed when I'm not there. Exactly. They are. They only open for you. Exactly. That's what I tell. And, uh, and that's what I tell my daughter. 40, as well. people that are there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tell my daughter that as well. And she's like, well, we need to go today. I'm like, well, it's closed. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And she believes you. That's awesome. For now. <laughs> she always will. Mom's never wrong. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> well, any other things that you miss? No, there really isn't. I think we've kind of covered it all. Yeah. We got, we got deep. We got shallow. I mean... <laughs> I mean, we, we went all around we hit everything I'm going to be listening to more music tonight I guarantee you that that kind of keeps me satiated like I love the music from the parks and uh, it kind of keeps me uh, I don't know I've been listening to park music for at least the last 15 years 20 years and I don't know it keeps me sane from because I only get to go like once a year at most and I don't know it keeps me keeps me okay what do you prefer more, background music or on-ride audio? Oh, man, it really depends on my mood. It's a great question. Um, I was actually talking to my daughter about this the other night because she asked me a very similar question. She's been starting to find YouTube videos of music and all that kind of stuff, and she, she'll, she'll like put it on in the background. She's, it's awesome. I mean, she's definitely my kid. And what I told her was um, it kind of depends on my mood. Usually... I like instrumental attraction music. It's better to work um, too. It is. And, and then after that, I like sort of the background atmospheric music from different parts of the park, but definitely the attraction stuff. Um, and I have very specific ones. For example, I love, I have a playlist that's various versions of the haunted mansion theme song, but in sort of instrumental form. But my, my, my absolute favorite and probably most listened to, uh, is a sort of a, a it's a it's about an hour long and this gentleman put multiple songs together and it's instrumental music from Soren and it's absolutely wonderful there's moments where it feels like you're listening to the Rocketeer and then you're listening to Soren and all this sort of that kind of music in it oh, well man. that sounds awesome absolutely love it um, there's some good ones on YouTube I recommend you know doing some searches and there's some there's some folks out there that have not only taken high quality audio, but they've sort of merged multiple uh, multiple pieces of music into sort of a larger stream, and they it works out really well. And it's just you just you could put it on and let it play for hours. I, I sometimes get in the attraction audio mood. I occasionally want to throw on Toad <laughs> and, uh -huh. and listen to that, even with with the narrations and. And things in there because then it really feels like you're there 
those are fun to listen to sometimes when I'm in a, I don't know, when I'm in a perky mood. <laughs> <laughs> I need some energy. I know. When I need to get pumped up, then maybe I'll listen to, I, I love the Splash Mountain medley. Yeah, that's with, a good one. With the actual narrations in that. That's super fun for me to listen to. Do you listen to a lot of uh, like shows like World of Color, Paint the Night, Parades, Fireworks? <laughs> Well, you know, no, because <laughs> you know, I'm not a I'm not a parade slash fireworks kind of person. Even just um, for the audio, um, Fantasmic is one of the only ones that okay. I listen to, and World of Color. Um, I really enjoy World of Color, but I get emotional when I when I listen to it, and I have to like turn it off. <laughs> it's like too much. I I hear you. It taps something like when, you, especially in the very beginning, you hear the 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 music and the. Oh. You know, and the octaves going up and world of color, you know, you kind oh. of, uh, you get chills. I know. Same. Yeah. Um, I listen to Impressions de France a lot. Love that entire musical score. It's gorgeous. All right. Well, I got lots of music to listen to now. There's too much, but it's awesome. No such thing as too much. No such thing. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at ST Barrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.